1: You could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas.
0: APCO's
1: Cash for Chrissy. On now at APCO. <laughs> Good morning, Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Tony Kemp, Louis Herman Watt talking all things Black Ferns at the moment. It is the big news. Overnight, Wayne Smith, Director of Rugby. And you've got to stay tuned because Smithy has Smithy on the show. Bang, bang, Smithy, Smithy. Wayne Smith is joining Ian Smith at 9.30. So stay tuned throughout the morning and you'll hear from the Director of Rugby for the Black Ferns overnight. Whitney Hanson and Wesley Clark are the assistants for the Black Ferns. Right now, we're going to talk to Christina Suit. The New Look Black Ferns coaching staff has been settled and they're now tasked with the job of getting the side ready for a home World Cup in only six months' time. Suey has been a World Cup-winning Blackfern herself and has watched this whole process unfold. She's on the line this morning. Morning, Suey. Morning, Rosie. How's it
0: going?
1: Very good, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Initial reaction to to the news overnight with uh, Smithy taking up the the role as Director of Rugby and the assistants. You happy? You're not happy?
0: I think... um I think he's probably the right person, actually, and, and they've, they've named it something different, eh? They've called it a, a director mm. of rugby as opposed to a head coach, and to me that suggests it could be maybe a short-term short-term gig, and um, with the personnel they've got in the mix there, um, sounds as though he, you know, and with his calibre of coaching and background, I think um, they've got a set plan to hopefully get the job done over these next six months.
1: Hey, Sue, it's uh, Kempy here. Morena. Hey, seriously, pale, stale, male?
0: What's what's your thoughts? I think that's been exposed, right? Um, And I think um, (laughs) what the review suggested um, recently has outlined a whole range of issues that um, are, are bigger than sort of what the management structures are or the coaching structures um, I think that there is a, a need for change and I think uh, this is the, the starting point. Um, for the for the meantime, the main priority is actually, you know, the World Cup and our black fans doing really well and the management doing really well. And then I'm I'm hoping um, that New Zealand rugby really put in some effort to to do a bit a bigger review and there's a bigger change um, that, that has more equitable opportunities for others involved.
1: Nice. Hey Sui, so you were part of uh, a World Cup winning uh, Black Fern side. You've been in the environment. You know what it takes to taste success and, and involvement. What, what what was a big part of your group's identity and your environment, the culture that your guys were you women were able to instill back then? And, and what's something what, as a past player, you know, where you sit back and you see your team that is going through some tough times and, and situations, what's one thing that will inspire you and make you happy when you see the Black Ferns going forward in the next six months?
0: And I mean, what I know about the history and the proud traditions that there is uh, with the Blacksons is that there is a hallmark of brilliant um, culture within the, the playing environment and mm. such. And and that's been, um, you know, traditions that have been passed on, passed on over the last 30 years from those real um, legends and, I guess, trailblazers of the game who who have set the standards mm um the likes of Fior and um, you know, Dr. Farrah Palmer, all that have gone before the girls and then you've got the likes of Leslie Alder and um, Kendra Coxage who are carrying that on. So there's no doubt in my mind that players themselves have established a really effective and supportive and environment. Um, and so to me that I know that within that environment the girls will be looked after. This and they're, uh, they're in capable hands with leadership. I think I think in the past um, well, sort of what what's happened over the last two years is that
1: other countries have just gotten a lot better. Mm. Hey, Christina, let's just go back to that word that you've used and uh, uh, equitable equity. Just tell us in your own words where you see that. Is it at the board table? Is it at the at the decision making when when applicants are putting their names in? Is it having a a uh, equitable um, gender based Uh, coaching structure you tell us what in your own words what equity equity means
0: Um, well just in in general terms you know the difference between equality and equity is you know equality is You'd you throw the same resources, no matter what the agenda is, maybe the same amount of money to, to get the same outcome, right? Um, so it shouldn't matter. But equity is actually in order to get the same results or to get the same outcomes, um, things might have to be a little bit different. So for a woman's space, Um, you know, great that we could have access to maybe look at the the All Blacks. I'll just try and give an example here. You look at the All Blacks and the Blacksburns. If it was the quality, it would be like, okay, now we're going to pump exactly the same amount of coaches into the Blacksburns as we do the All Blacks, right? So whether there's about seven All Blacks coaches, should be fair and have the same seven coaches with the black teams. Equity is a bit different. Is that they will need to have mm. a different approach to achieve the same outcomes? So when I talk about women in those spaces, something that's a little bit different. And um, you can't just throw the same strength and conditioning program out to you know the all blacks as you do for the women because you need to consider um, you know the what the physiology of a, of a wahine and that, that could be, you know, whether they're returning from pregnancy, whether they're, um, you know, it's the menstrual cycle. So there's things that, you know, in order to get the same outcome, there, there needs to be a, a slightly mm. different approach and that's what equity is. In terms of the management structures or the overall view, when I say, um, when you asked about the equality, or sorry, the, the gender balance, I think there does need to be um, some equitable opportunities so that females um, can have access or an opportunity to develop and arrange in all facets of of rugby so that's not just you know players getting better pathways it's not just uh, it's also management it's also um, referees it can be uh, on that governance body so i think that's where i'm, I'm trying to go with the equity is mm. to ensure that there is some fairness across all facets of rugby
1: love it. An ideal situation, love your honesty there Sue, and you're right on the money an ideal situation we would love women to be coaching the Black Ferns and being and leading the team around at Rugby World Cups around the country the depth within the women's uh, ranks we've got Whitney Hanson, she's taking an assistant role, I want you to talk about her strengths and what she's going to be able to bring to the this, this side but going forward is there going to be anyone else like Anna Richards that could put their hands up and, and really take over? Do we have the depth of coaches in the country, and particularly with women?
0: Yeah, I think, um, well, Whitney Hanson's been a part of um, the sport. New Zealand, uh, what is it, the... Her and Mel Bosman have been a part of a, a Sport New Zealand pathway uh, to develop wahine coaches and um, Whitney's been a part of the Blackburns environment for, I think, the last two years. So she's not someone new that's just been put into that environment and I know with her strength, she's um, from what I've heard, she's got a really effective relationship and mana within the team, within the environment. Um, she's coached Canterbury. I mean, you know how successful they are, but that wahine team, and also Mata too. So... Um, and obviously has a bit of pedigree there, coaching background and someone she can lean on if, if she does have any questions. Yeah. But I, I think, yes, yeah, she's um, certainly paving her own um, pathway and that support of the Sport New Zealand programme is, is helping her. We look at probably who are the top female coaches. Probably the only person other than Whitney involved in a professional role right now is Crystal Kowa, or we call her mother. She's, um, I'm not sure what her, her official title is, but she's the only sort of full-time Wahine coach was in the Blackfin Sevens outfit and, and I think mm. um, she might be the skills and analyst, analyst specialist which is, is pretty fantastic but mother and her husband Brent had to go over to Japan and coach for many, many years because there's sort of no professional pathways here and, and she paved her way for a, uh, being a player of of Waikato and then coaching um, the Hamilton Girls, they that, that had a successful campaign and program under really the likes of Jasmine Holtham and Reesi. Uh, oh, sorry, not mm. Reesi, but um, you know they've been Jasmine and that have come through that, that Hamilton Girls rugby structure to Willison. Wilson. Um, So mother's full-time, Crystal um, Kaua, and then you've got Anna Richards. We know about her um, her background with Mm. coaching Auckland. She's coached the World Barbarian side. She's coached over in China. Um, You've got Victoria Grant, who has gone through, like, I suppose, the um, high-performance, the coaching qualifications that you can get. But I spoke to her, you know, a week or two ago around, why is it you're coaching rotute men's team, you know? And she said, because... There was no other options. You know, once the COVID hit, the development side, Black Friends development team she was coaching got axed. Um, she did coach the only age groups that there were for the they we, were sort of under 18s, I think, and she coached the Youth Olympics, but that was the, U, the Youth Olympics sevens team. But as soon as that pinnacle event went, those teams got chopped. So, um, and mm. she had to go to Japan for six months. So, when I asked her, why are you coaching a men's team? She has coached the um, 7, she's coached the um, Waikato team, but she just said, Sui, there's no other opportunities and I want to coach. So, to name a few, you've got Whitney Hanson, you've got Victoria Grant, Crystal Koa, who's already with the Blacksling 7's outfit, you've got Anna Richards, Whitney Hanson, um, who else is there, Mal Bosman, I mean, just to name a few, but I think so you asked about naming some. I think there's a big issue that is, is actually the development of, of players and, uh, sorry, of coaches mm. and you can't really just throw anyone in and go, right, you're the head role. I mean, because you almost be setting them up to fail. So there needs to be a robust yeah. recruitment and development program, which I think is, has lacked, is lacking.
1: Okay. Awesome, Sui. Mate, you're an outstanding uh, advocate for women's rugby and we appreciate you coming on the show. Honest and open as always. Thank you so much, Sui. And, We'll get you on very, very shortly, because I've got a couple more questions I want to ask you, mate. Yes, sweet as. Legend. Legend. Thank you, Christina. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We'll back shortly.
0: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30 a.m. for a limited time only.